0: action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey how's it going everybody this is joey galvez and you are listening to the house of indy right here on the Gate Collective and Age of Radio Network All right, welcome back to another episode of The House of Indie. My name is Joey Galvez and this week on kickstarter connection we're talking to Ryland grant the creator of we got so many different cool things that you've created man we've got aberrant we got banjax but we're talking about the jump chapter two you got that out on kickstarter there's 15 days left as we record this episode uh you've hit your goal but you know i mean you guys can't not grab this book but how's it going Ryland, man i'm doing great i'm happy to be here thanks for having me you're welcome. Thank you for hanging out with me, man. Uh, we've been trying to get you on the show for some time. There was a lot of uh, uh, scheduling differences. I think it's been a year. I think in that time since we've spoke from the very first time, I think you said you were nominated as a Ringo for the Ringo Award, and now we know that you actually won. Uh, won that? That was pretty freaking awesome, dude. So, so congratulations.
1: Yeah. Thanks. It's been, yeah, it's been a crazy year. It's weird to kind of look at, I mean, because with the pandemic, this last year feels like 10 or 20. And so it's weird to kind of look back and see what, yeah, when we first started talking. Yeah. So I think that, um, I mean, it's it's actually crazier than that because my first book, Aberrant, um, which is, uh, uh, kind of a, a love letter to, um, you know, the paranoid action thrillers of the seventies, um, uh, was nominated. It was nominated for two Ringo awards, uh, uh, best writer and best single issue mm. um and that best writer category was was crazy it was like me and brian k vaughn and bendis and uh um you know it was just like a bunch of first bout hall of famers and then me it was weird but then, then then we won another one for um uh for uh best villain uh which was great but then since then my other book, uh, Banjax, which was you know kind of this dark superhero noir, that was nominated for four Ringos last year, including best series, and the uh, you know next to Bitter Root and um, Something's Killing the Children. So that was a, that was a, a ride. So yeah, um, God, so, so so much. Yeah,
0: so cool, crazy. It's that's, yeah. that's 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 gotta be a fun little ride, man. After you know this crazy year. Obviously, this last year was absolutely nuts. We went through a pandemic comics yeah. shut down everything stopped you know it felt like kickstarter was on you know like was on a rise but how do you go from from you know from like 2018 2019 and and then you're like you got this news about these awards and you, you you're excited and then boom the pandemic hits
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean that was a uh, th- 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 that was kind of crazy frustrating um yeah uh so definitely had some momentum. I mean, uh, you know, kind of two hit books and then two books that are nominated for and winning awards. Um, I had two books that were set to go with big publishers, um, you know, about to be announced, about to be solicited the whole nine yards. And then the pandemic hits, it's pencils down everywhere. And, I, you know, I'm not going to name names or companies, uh, um, but um, but suddenly people started getting fired everywhere um and with this particular uh book um you know we were set to be announced i i was in daily contact with three people at this company and then overnight i didn't have an email address that worked over there um
0: oh my gosh
1: <laughs> yeah and so then you know then everything was in question and releases got pushed back or delayed indefinitely and all that stuff and um you know it was kind of left to to sort of pick up the pieces um and, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's taken a full year to kind of get that stuff back on track. Um, the, the, you know, th- this book that I'm, I'm being very cagey about, um, we, uh, we just finally, we just, we just finally, you know, sort of dot, dotted the eyes and crossed the T's with a, a publisher. And so that is going to be solicited in June. Um, and it will, um, it will hit comic shops in August finally. And, you know, there's going to be a a big announcement on that. So I, I think I'm sworn to secrecy right now, but, (laughs) but the main byproduct of that is, you know, I mean, I, have been, I'm, I'm still making comics like crazy. I mean, I have like kind of five titles in the, in the pipe. And so, um, so, so yeah, like a, a big pivot was, um, I had all these books and nowhere to release them. And so, um, you know, Kickstarter came and calling, uh, and, um, you know, I had I, I had a lot of friends who had some great success on Kickstarter. Charlie Stickney, who does White Ash, was uh, was kind of chief among them. He's not the a co-publisher over at Scout Comics, but White Ash was a huge hit there. And for for two years, uh, people like Charlie were really trying to get me to go over to Kickstarter. You know, they were just singing its praises and telling me, I mean, how it works is like you have people who kind of chiefly buy their comics in a, a comic shop and people who chiefly buy their comics on Kickstarter and this crossover, of course, but not nearly as much as you think. And so there's this massive audience on on kickstarter that's wildly enthusiastic um and they're wonderful and really what i discovered is that if you're not servicing both audiences that you're really doing yourself and your uh, um, your your title a, a disservice and so yeah um so a- as we sort of alluded to about a year ago um i you know hit kickstarter for the first time uh with um my astral projection thriller the jump which is, you know, the book we're talking about now. I'm, I, I'm, I'm now doing the, uh, the issue two campaign. Uh, you can go to bit.ly backslash the jump two or just, you know, search the jump on, on Kickstarter for that. But, um, but yeah, we launched our, our first campaign, um, I think June of, uh, of last year. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, was, was, uh, you know, w- w- was a hit there. I mean, we raised about $15,000 on, on one issue and, um, and people were wanting, wanting more. And so, uh, yeah, about four months later I did a second book there called the peacekeepers, um, which is kind of a Fargo-esque, uh, quirky crime drama, like a, a bank robbery story and, uh, yeah, Kickstarter issues one and two of that. And, um, you know, that was a, that was a big hit too and a lot of fun. And so I'm hooked, man. I mean, I, I love the audience. I love the, I love the interaction, you know, after like releasing books in comic shops for, 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 you know, more than a few years, like, um, It it can be kind of like shouting into the Grand Canyon, you know, like you, you, Mm -hmm. you hear stuff, you hear stuff back on Twitter here and there. And of course you meet fans at cons and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Kickstarter like is immediate, uh, your feedback, you do something wrong. They're going to let you know, you do something great. They're going to throw a big party for you. Um, it is just a, you know, a Kickstarter campaign is like a 30 day long party and it's awesome. And it's, uh, incredible. So.
0: Yeah, it definitely has a great community, uh, and 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 you're right uh, somewhat there uh, when you spoke about you know uh, people go to comic shops, people go to Kickstarter, and there's not a lot of kind of crossover every once in a while because you know b- back in the day, man. I mean, when I first started this this show here. Um, I, I wasn't I, I wasn't buying anything on Kickstarter I had buddies who were like man you really got to check out these these Kickstarter books they're really cool you're, you're into in these indie stuff check it out so uh, I went and I and I and I got hooked and that's what it is you get hooked you find the cool book you find uh, the right creator and I think what it is from a you know um, consumer standpoint I think it helps when you engage with your audience Uh, And you are there with them and and you give them an experience uh, rather than just a a checklist of, oh, here, just buy my product. And I think that's what works for me uh, most of the time when I kind of I was like, oh, well, this is cool. I got to buy this directly from them. They interacted. They sent me messages. They sent me letters and 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 spoke to me specifically. So there's some really cool stuff, really great creators out there, really innovative creators out there with Kickstarter and the different ways that they're doing things. It's a great place to kind of utilize that in your tool belt. So, um, you're correct, man.
1: Yeah. You hit it right on the head. I mean, Kickstarter is a premium interactive experience. I mean, you know, the, the, I mean, the first thing is like the quality is so much better, you know I mean? You buy a, you buy a standard floppy and a, uh, you know, and it's, it's flimsy and, you know, it gets beat up really easily. I mean, we, uh, I mean, our, our books are, I mean, they're, uh, I'm, I'm searching for one here. I mean, this is a Cadillac, you know, I mean, this is like, you know, a uh, hard glossy cover, you know, premium paper inside. It's just, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. And so, but, you know, but then like, I mean, there's such an opportunity, like you said, on Kickstarter for a creator to kind of really interact with people that are buying the book and, uh, to, to make it special. Um, and so, I mean, we went out of our way to take advantage of that. I mean, I saw that opportunity right off the bat and I was, I was lucky to kind of get some good advice from people like Charlie and whatnot. And, um, and, uh, yeah, so it's like, um, you know, we, we have some crazy tiers. uh, uh you know, we're, I, I mean, there's, there's, you can get original art, uh, uh, from the, from the artist, but, um, uh, you know, we have a lot of commission tiers where, I mean, our, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, we have a, a, a Ringo nominated artist and a Ringo nominated colorist who will draw whatever the hell you feel like, Wow, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. You, um, you know, if, you want yourself in a stormtrooper outfit we'll do it if you want a picture of your neighbor fornicating with a goat we'll do it it's anything goes we've had some crazy stuff
0: oh man Um, you don't you don't want to put that that out there man
1: (laughs) no 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 no, it's fun man and people have had a lot of fun with it and and that's what's great about it but um but you know we i mean we have drawn tears which are amazing you know you can be kind of a a character in the background you can be a supporting character with lines interacting with your uh your people, we have a, we have this tier where, um, uh, we will do an original five page story starring you, uh, that takes place in the world of a jump. And, and, and it's not this, not, it's not this cookie cutter thing where like, I, um, where I just kind of plug you into a story I already have. Like we sit down, I talk about what you like, uh, I talk about what you're into, what you're not into. And, and we, we craft something around you. Like, uh, the guy that, um, the guy that did it for the peacekeeper is like, he, he has this great dog. He's in love with the dog. And so we made a story about him and the dog and it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> That's really fantastic because, uh, you know, it like, Everybody does it differently and it works for everybody completely different. And I love that these different ideas and we can we have this platform that we can do it right here on Kickstarter to to showcase the different things that we can come up with. That's awesome, you know, because everybody does the whole thank you page or, you know, draw me into your comic book. And, hey, look, they drew me in. You know, those are always the really cool tiers and stuff like that. I always kind of wanted to do that, too. But, uh, uh, you know, a five page story. That's pretty freaking cool, dude.
1: I mean, the, the, the backers, the backers are so creative with it too. Like we had, um, so on the first jump campaign, there was a guy who bought the original five page story and that story is actually going to appear in issue two, which we're kickstarting now. So you actually be able to see it in in physical print form. But, um, so he buys that and then almost immediately I get two draw me in backers. Um, and so I just assume like, oh, well, these guys want to be in the, in the regular issue. Um, and then they messaged me and they're like, no, we don't want to be in the regular issue. You know, the guy that bought the original story, uh, about him, we want to be in his story. We're his friends. <laughs> and so, <That's> cool. <laughs> and, and yeah. so they just took it there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which I thought was, was awesome. I mean, that, that's the beauty of this thing is how creative and, and crazy they get. And, um, and so, yeah, so we, we sat down with the three of these guys and we built a story around them. Uh, you know, the the three of these guys just kind of interacting and, and being crazy on the astral plane. And, and it's awesome. It's just great.
0: Super so, cool. Super cool. All right. Lee, we're going to take a quick break right here. And then once we get back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more to Ryland Grant about his Kickstarter. But we're going to go into the creative process and maybe some headaches that he's, you know, come across with some of these Kickstarters. Because you've done a few now. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So when we come back, let's talk to Rylan Grant. All right, and we are back from our break. We're still speaking to Rylan Grant, the creator of the aberrant bandjacks. So much amazing stuff, but we're talking about the jump too, right here. Uh, you know, Rylan, I need to know. Uh, you know, what kind of hiccups, man? Did you guys come across?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, hiccups is you know, I you know, hiccups sounds like very specific. Um, <laughs> it is, a, it is a massive undertaking to do one of these things. I mean, that that's the biggest thing that i can you know kind of put out there is that it it can easily become a full-time job oh yeah um, oh it's, yeah it's weird for, yeah it's weird for me because you know i mean i my, my day job uh i mean we haven't gotten this out there yet but my day job is i write movies and and tv shows i've uh, yeah. been a screenwriter in hollywood for i don't know 16 years or so yeah. and um you know i've written for ridley scott and jj abrams and john woo and uh luke bassan and uh justin lynn f gary gray um I write mostly big action movies and whatnot and so you know that's that's my full-time focus. I mean, mm, yeah. I need to wake up every, every, every morning and write movies. I also have a four-year-old, I have a house uh, uh that we're working on all the time. <laughs> and, um, and so, and then there is this massive undertaking uh of running a, running and promoting a Kickstarter. Right. Oh, and yeah. it, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a child that needs to be held all the time and, and coddled and uh it needs to be fed and nurtured. And, And if you're not prepared to do that, then you shouldn't be doing it. And, um, and so that's what I run into is I run into time constraints. It's like, uh, you know, sometimes you wake up and you have, you know, uh, when you get into the kind of the doldrums, you know, you get into the middle of the campaign, um, you know, you, you, uh, you know, sometimes you wake up, you you, you have five backers or something like that. You feel good about the day and you just kind of set it aside and you do your normal social media stuff. But man, sometimes you just hit a bump and, and, you know, uh, I experienced it yesterday where, um, uh, I had two days in a row, um, where I had two backers to piece, Um, and then I, I had a backer drop, uh, uh, um, you know, yesterday morning. And so I had two backers, but I was sitting on negative $9. I'm and like, okay, well, this, um, I've, 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 I've hit the, I've, I've hit the bottom. Uh, let's make sure I bounce here. Um, and so I had to kind of set everything aside yesterday and start messaging people, you know, um, because you, you know, you have people in your pocket. There are people who will, uh, uh, contribute, um, and you know but just kind of haven't gotten around to it or they're gonna they're gonna wait until the the 48-hour warning or whatever and so <laughs> so i just had to be like okay well this is a kickstarter day and set all my my movie tv work aside and just start messaging people and and yeah you know so we we you know yesterday ended up being our our best day basically uh, since uh, since launch day um yeah yeah and and so you can do that and and you have to do that because you know kickstarter is all about algorithms right i mean it's like um if you're just relying on your family and friends, that's, uh, that's not going to do it. Um, uh, you know, you need Kickstarter promoting you internally and, and, and bringing, you know, new at-large backers to you. And that only happens when your campaign is doing well. Um, and so, and so, so, so when you realize that, like you, uh, that you've kind of bottomed out, you know, when you're in the middle of the campaign and, 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 you know, your, your algorithm is dead, then you got to kind of give it a jump start. And, uh, so that's, that's tough. But you got to do it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. A, a, a podcasting is a lot like that. I, I run this podcast. I also run a podcast network. So I know a little bit about that, too. So it's a lot of a yeah. lot of a uh, lot of things. If you don't you're not nurturing it, it's, you know. Yeah, okay. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the 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 creative process here. What is your creative process? So we know you're a busy guy. You're working. You're going crazy. All this crazy stuff. You have to let let's say that it's an ideal world, and you have a whole day to work on comic book stuff and Kickstarter stuff. What does that day look like?
1: Um. God. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's hard to dissect. I don't think I've ever had a a little wishful thinking, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the you know the the mornings. Uh. Um. The mornings, it's a lot of page proofing, you know, I mean, I get, um, uh, I, I mean, it's, it, it's funny about this thing is because like, um, I mean, you talk about having a day clear and I, I don't yeah. know, if I can't remember the last one I, I did, but some, sometimes right. I go to bed thinking, <laughs> Oh, well, I, well, you know, tomorrow I, I have tomorrow to write. Um, the problem is, um, my, you know, again, I, you have like five titles going and I have, you know, I have artists working for me in Hungary and Portugal and Brazil. Um, my go-to colorist is in Indonesia. My letter is in the UK. And so yeah. different time zones, right um uh i think i think indonesia is 17 hours ahead and the uk is 9 hours ahead so that gets crazy so sometimes you go to bed and you're like oh wow i have the whole day to write tomorrow but then you wake up and your inbox is full and you have like an entire issue from the letter and you have uh 12 pages from the colorist and you, um so so the morning ends up being about kind of shoveling that you know that shit and um and kind of powering through all the pages you have to proof and note up and all that stuff um so um you know, usually I have that off my plate, uh, uh, before lunch and then, um, and, you know, hopefully I can stay off the phone, uh, uh you know, uh, f- uh, film TV wise. Um, but, but yeah, it, 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 then if that's the case, um, you know, it really depends. I mean, it's like, um, uh, you know, when you have five things going, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you owe issues. Right. And so I just have this stuff, stuff parked. So, so it's like the next thing on the list. It's like, okay, well, you kind of look at everything and you're like, okay, well that artist is going to be drawing for another two weeks. Uh, that artist doesn't need anything for a month. Oh wait, this artist is going to need something next week. So I need to work on that one now. And so you, you sit down, uh, and you try to knock that out, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, um, you know, uh, 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 there's, I need these days to kind of like, look at I mean, you, you can get so lost in a project, but to look to look at things from above and, and kind of see how the whole slate is progressing, um, because you got to I mean, it's it's what I learned, you know, working in the film business is basically you have to have like a dozen balls in the air at all times because like, um, you know, every 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 day, every week, however you want to say it, like two, three of those balls are going to fall and hopefully you get two or three more you know, balls back up and, and juggling. But um.
0: it sounds like the day to day is pretty hectic. And, and, and like organized chaos.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it beats I I don't want to I don't want to be the guy here like bitching about you know uh, no. <laughs> writing movies and comic books for a living. I mean, it's it beats working, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's great. But I mean, if you want to if you want to do it right, and you want to give it your, your all. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, it's um it, it it's yeah. necessarily hectic, right? I mean, yeah, just just like anything worth doing.
0: Definitely, definitely. So so that's what the day to day looks like. So when you have time to sit down and, and uh you know write out a script for a book or, or, or jot down some thoughts. So do you, do you, are you carrying things with you? Do you do, you, is there something that you do that everybody does or is there one thing that only Ryland does to in his creative process?
1: Uh, You, you mean in terms of managing the idea flow in terms of, yes. Yeah. I and mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I have, I've have done again, I, I, I've, you know, all I've done is write for 16 plus years. You know, I mean, I have been lucky in that where it's like, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, I haven't worked a nine to five. It was like, you know, I got, I got hired to write my Penelope Cruz hired me to write my first, uh, screenplay, uh, right oh, of, wow. uh, like right in the middle of grad school. Um, oh, wow! so, uh, so, and I haven't done it. I haven't had to do anything else since. So, um, so I am lucky in that I just get to write and I just have to write. Um, and I had to, but, that's a blessing and a curse, right? Because it's like, well, I don't, I don't have a boss like over my shoulder saying, you know, do this. And I, don't, I don't have to be to work at 9am and, and, you know, I don't get to punch out at 5pm. So, um, so there's all that stuff. So I had to, I had to, it took me a while to learn how to do that, how to work from home, how to keep myself honest, how to keep, you know, tapping away on the page. And now it's just like, you know, I, I mean, now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm a machine to a certain degree where it's just like, I just kind of flip the switch and then <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I just, I just, I just write it. I mean, it's like, it's just my job. It's it's, yeah, not, it's like doing anything else. It's like, I'm on an assembly line and my job is to like put the same bolts in this door, like over and over and over again. And so I just kind of, I just kind of sit down at the computer and start putting the bolts in. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in terms of managing the ideas, it's like a, a lot of word documents and, um, and, you know, I mean a couple of dozen ideas at any given time, but uh, you know, like a new idea comes up and you fill a word document full of stuff. And then a day later, like another idea pops into your head, you add it to the word document and these documents evolve over time. Right. Um, and, uh, and, you know, some of them turn out to be something really interesting. Some of them don't, um, sometimes you don't realize it's interesting until, I mean, there are ideas that, you know, that I, I thought of when I was 18 and, and they didn't really go anywhere, but then, you know, 10 years later, like, it's like, oh, wow, there's actually something here. Let me build this out a little bit. Um, but then also what happens is like sometimes you go to a publisher or you go to a producer and they're like, you know what? We're looking for whatever. We're looking for something that takes place on like a prison planet. And you're like, you know what? Actually, I have that. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought perfect. of that. I thought of that five or six years ago <laughs> and I, I wrote a couple of pages on it. Let me build it out a little bit yeah. uh, and, and bring you a take. And so, so you know, that ends up being the case. I think the good ideas bubble to the surface. A lot of it is about timing and opportunity. Um, and I just I just you know uh you're, you're planting seeds right and I, I just try to keep tending to them and watering them and uh, you know eventually you kind of see what grows
0: that's awesome so uh, you may have uh, answered it a little bit here but i want to know a little bit more how many of those word documents that you have sitting on your computer that are close to us being able to see something in our hands <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well i mean you know the i mean the jump to is out right now uh, <laughs> uh obviously um I, and, and i did allude to it before yeah i have um uh things are finally getting on track with the traditional publishing stuff and so um i have a i again i can't i, I unfortunately can't make the announcement uh, uh just yet because the company is gonna make the big announcement uh, uh pretty soon um in a, in a couple of weeks here but yeah i have a i have a book um I guess I can say it's a, it's a tokusatsu book. Um, uh, uh it's almost kind of Voltron meets Fast and the Furious. Uh, a, 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 and I'll leave it at that. Um, okay.
0: Okay. I like it, that. It,
1: yeah. 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 Uh, it, pretty cool. Pretty kick ass. Um, and, um, that will, um, it, you know, uh, that'll be solicited in June and it'll, uh, start hitting comic shops in August. So, um, awesome. so Yeah. Yeah, more comic shop stuff. I'm I'm great. excited about it because because you know, last year I didn't have anything in a comic shop. So that mm-hmm. was uh that was yeah. that was tough. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I, I don't think there was a lot of people in comic shops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> Yeah, there, there is that. So yeah. All right, man. I right. yeah. I appreciate you hanging out with me right here on the House of Indie, man. It's it's been a uh, wonderful talking to you. Uh the, the 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 Kickstarter's are doing great, man. You're doing good stuff. Uh these stories uh people are loving them. Uh, you know, so since we've sat here, you've gotten a couple different backers as I've I watched the ticker go up and down, oh, or nice. not down yeah, but up. Watching. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't want it to see go down. We we want it to see go up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's man, it, you're doing something right. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. You've got obviously all these years behind under your belt. You're, you're doing something right, and I'm loving what I'm seeing here on these comic books. Uh, keep 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 going, man, because I, I I gotta continue to fill my uh my collection over here with your stuff so
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah you keep reading them i'll keep uh writing them but yeah but yeah check the jump out on, yeah. on kickstarter it is a uh, a kick you in the teeth paranoid thriller that takes place in the world of astral projection i like to say that it is inception meets the born identity if it were dripping with macabre and directed by david <laughs> ventures so that's, that's my awesome. uh i love it that's my quick it's uh, my quick slappy that, in the face take so, that's uh, so perfect uh, it, <laughs> that's yeah, like the perfect it, it, yeah it's it's fun it's kick-ass uh we're we're really kind of um we're really making the most of the platform i think so awesome. great comic party going on over there so come check it out
0: cool cool where can everybody find you on social media
1: uh i am at Ryland grant on all forms of social media uh i'm sure it's in the show notes but it's uh r-y-l-e-n-b-g-r-a-n-t i always spell it because it's not a real name my uh, parents kind of drunkenly saddled uh, me with it uh <laughs> arranged letters and uh, and so now i have to spell it for you but yeah uh at Ryland grant and um yeah you'll see everything
0: i'm up to there Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again, Ryan. We appreciate you coming out and hanging out with me right here on the House of Indie. The book is The Jump, Chapter 2, Trauma Purge. Head on over to Kickstarter.com right now. Just type it in, The Jump, and you'll see it pop right up. Uh, amazing. Thanks again. Uh, you know what? We'll see you guys next time right here on the House of Indie, exclusively on The Geek Collective, an age of radio network. say the house of Indy? At the house
1: of Indy.